You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Chicago. Welcome to the Fully Alive radio program, which is the radio program of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. You are listening to Don Fitzpatrick and Ray Pingoy here in studio at our Quigley building downtown, properly social distanced across the table, about eight feet and masked. <laughs> here we are to talk to you all about um, the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity and some of the issues that are going on in Chicago. So how are you today, Ray? I'm good. I'm good. It's kind of, you know, the, the snow is melting a little bit. Yes, We're yes. thawing out. Second well, week of Lent. Well, it's nice to see, you know, when there's sunshine, even if it is cold, at least the sunshine is, the sun is, shining is uplifting. Helps. That's yeah. for sure. For sure. Um, but yes, all the snow melting in my yard is a good thing. I'm that sure is a good thing. in the it, same way. I'm, uh, I'm sure, unfortunately, also, there's a lot of flooding in some basements out there That's probably as true. well. But, uh, but yeah, like you said, when the sun is shining, things feel a little better, a little, a little better. I think so. I think so. And, you know, with that in mind, um, I think that God has really heard our prayers to help our nation overcome this pandemic that we're yes. dealing with. Um, it's, it, you know, the pandemic certainly has robbed millions of health and exposed people to, um, to uh, you know, to, to the fact that we've had some racism and economic violence um, that can really deny people their God-given dignity. Um and it also appears we're kind of close to ending the death penalty, which is kind of cool. Mm, yes. And I'm really excited because here in Chicago, we've closed an abortion clinic just recently. Yes. You know, due to, you know, right during the pandemic, in the midst of people praying and um, asking God to have mercy on, on the souls of people that work there and, and certainly to, uh, to help out, you know, people who might think they need to seek an abortion. The great news is we actually closed one. We closed the a, Lord, it yes. was a family planning associates um, over on Milwaukee Avenue near Jefferson Park. And to talk about that, we actually have someone who's been a prayer warrior and leading a campaign um, to close that clinic. And his name's Joe Lazar. And we have Joe on the phone. Welcome, Joe. Good morning, Joe. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Don. Great to be with you. Yeah, it's great to have you. I know, um, Joe, I think I met you five or six years ago. We were gathered in a kind of a conference um, trying to focus on ways to end abortion in Cook County. That's when I first met you, Joe. And um, and you've been super involved in this. We've developed something called Vision 2020. So why don't you tell us a second, you know, a little bit about what Vision 2020 is? Sure, sure. Well, it was a little interestingly, it was hard, as it probably is with many uh, movements or organizations, to figure out what you are 
at the beginning. What am I? What are we? And and I think we're still figuring that out to some extent. But what I know we are is, and what we, what I know we intend to do is to unite the pro-life community to uh, not have us uh, working um, separately, but uh, realizing that we're all uh, working towards the same cause, which which is to unequivocally uh, end abortion and steer the moms and dads who are lured into the profit-driven abortion industry to to bring them into uh, to provide options for them that are life-affirming. Right, so right. Uh, that I know we are. We we intend to unite that community, and um, and that's what we've been trying to do out on the sidewalk, which you were describing earlier. Sure. Well, you know, and it's interesting because a lot of the proponents of abortion will say that we don't care about anything except for stopping people from having an abortion. And I and I and I know that's there couldn't be anything further from the truth. And you're you're starting to talk about that a little bit. Um, helping the, the the women to to have options, you know, to know that they're taken care of. I know your wife was uh, is a stenographer. Is that correct? She is. Yeah, she was a nurse uh, before we got married. She quit after uh, we had our first child, and mm-hmm. uh, then uh, now that uh, uh, we're homeschoolers, but she finds uh, a couple of days a month to go to the women's center in Chicago and mm-hmm. does volunteer ultrasounds. Uh, to show moms who are considering abortion, to show them their child uh, so that they can uh, see uh, life right before them. Uh, we have eyes. We were given these eyes, and God, God gave them for a reason. Sure. He knows that the things that we see affect our choices. And so that's really um, the whole purpose of behind um, pregnancy centers and, and, and specifically providing them the ultrasound. When they see their, their, their child, um, they're their face, they see the, uh, the decision in a whole different light. And the Women's Center not only does that, but then if they choose life, which we all hope that they do, then they provide all the resources for them to make that as easy as possible for moms mm-hmm. that are, you know, maybe struggling or raising the child by themselves, perhaps. Sure, sure. Well, you know, and it was just striking me as you're talking about um, the eyes that we have to see, I was kind of thinking of how, you know, that ultrasound is almost like a sacrament in that mm. It's a, a visible sign of an invisible reality, you know, that if somebody if somebody can see the baby inside of them, they're more likely to say, wow, that that's a that's real. There's really a child inside of me. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Don, that's interesting, Don. That's a really interesting way to look at it that mm-hmm. I didn't really consider. To be honest with you, that's uh, that's interesting. And I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Right, right. You know, and then that's what that's what the sacraments do for us. They help us to see God through our senses. Um, Ray and I often talk about theology of the body and, and how important our bodies are, and the, all of the gifts God has given us to sense things. You know, um, and so it's so it's so wonderful that we can take advantage of the technology and 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 the eyes that God's given us to really see that human being in the womb. Um, what a cool thing! So so for your your part in that. Um, you lead have been leading, you know, prayer opportunities at in front of this abortion clinic specifically on Milwaukee Avenue. Um, although I I know you've been done you've done that in other places as well. So so why don't you tell us a little bit about what those prayer opportunities have been like there on Milwaukee Avenue? Sure, sure. Well, yeah, they are very multifaceted. We we certainly have, I'd say, the majority of people that come out to prayer vigils in front of abortion centers comes come to do just that, to offer prayer on the sidewalk so that they are a witness for the community and perhaps um, just a prayerful witness for moms and dads approaching the abortion center for an appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, just, the mere, just the mere sight of 
um, someone quietly praying can and has absolutely had um, you know an, a profound effect on sure. uh, the community as well as those seeking abortion. But that's just one facet. Um, the other facet that's been very powerful has been sidewalk counseling. We mm-hmm. actually have a team we call Revive 365. It means that just uh, you know, just it just uh, talks just speaks to um, reviving. Uh, the culture of life, and we do it all year round, so 365. And so we've been out on as many of the open abortion center days at that location We uh, on Milwaukee Avenue. Mm-hmm. We're there um, praying, but then in between prayer, when we see someone coming out for an appointment, our counselors will actually go out of their way to approach them and say, hey, you know, are, are you coming in today for an abortion? Can I, you know, can I talk to you? I, I've got, you know, um, tell me a little bit about you and what, what let me give you some other options. You know, mm-hmm. are, are, you, are you on the fence? Are you, how are you feeling today about this decision? And uh, from that, from those counseling uh, interactions, we've, we know of at least five babies in the last year and a half that have been saved. I mean, we, we, those are verified saves where the mom has told us, you know, um, that our witness or uh, our witness combined with uh, her, just the, the, you know, her making a, a personal choice, mm-hmm. uh, the Holy Spirit getting in the middle of things and, um, and uh, persuading moms to choose life, that those moms have confirmed to us that they've decided to walk away from their appointment that day. Wow. So, That's amazing. Wow, it mm-hmm. is. So, so tell me, what, how do they usually feel about you talking to them when you're out, yeah. when you're out there? What, how do they react? Well, I'll, I'll tell you about one specific reaction that I had that sticks out, which is um, I saw um, two very young girls coming out uh, to see, uh, seek abortion, clearly, and I approached them with one of the other sidewalk counselors, and uh, they uh, began to kind of feel, uh, get a little defensive and sort of say, you know, no, no, I, I'm not, not interested in talking to you. And, okay. and, and we, just, we just move on. We just go right back to praying. Okay. And the, uh, one of the girls was simply accompanying her friend to her abortion appointment. While that girl came back out and actually looked at me and the other sidewalk counselor and actually laughed in our face, um, mm-hmm. trying to make it very obvious that they, you know, she wanted to demean us. But we quietly, we didn't even respond, and it wasn't but about three minutes later that she'd come back and said, hey, so what, what, what are you guys out here for? Like, do you, what, what, what brings you to do this? And what, do you do this all the time? And why, why do you guys feel so strongly about this? And, well, you know, those questions turned into uh, about a two-hour conversation wow. Wow. Um, where we actually helped convince her to have her friend actually come outside and and they were actually considering walking away from the abortion. I'd, I'd actually, on that one situation, it sticks out because I'd actually offered to take that child into our home. And I, I showed her a picture of my family, and I said, you know, look, these are my boys. Um, these will be, uh, you know, siblings for this child. Wow. Well, well, it turns out both of the girls had had two abortions. And, and that girl that we talked to on the sidewalk, you know, had did, you know, been very upfront, actually. And after we broke down all of the, you know, the... the all of the uh, the fronts and the facades, you know, she admitted very clearly she knew it was wrong, and she agreed with us, actually, mm-hmm. and said, and I tried to explain to her, hey, listen, you know, this is, if you feel that way, well, you know, here's, I think God's given you a chance today to, sure. to you know, maybe redeem yourself and make good on all of, all of the things you've done, and go in and bring your friend out and let her know that there's an option for this baby right here. Good. Well, unfortunately, that mom didn't choose life. I will tell you the end of that story. So that wasn't one of the five babies that we saw saved, but... But that's okay. Perhaps that you know maybe led the way to uh, you know another abortion decision that did that did end up in a life affirming you know with a life affirming conclusion. I pray. Well, so. and you know, and I think it's it's 
it's a blessing that you know of five that you've saved. But a lot of times in ministry, right. we all we know is we've planted a seed, right? Yeah. Um, so so sometimes we don't know how that seed will grow and what fruit will come of it. Um, and you may never know, we, but that's what we're called to do. Uh, God asks us to plant those seeds. So um, I, I'm yeah. sure, Joe, that you've affected so many more than just the five that you know of. I know that there's a lot more out there. And it's also interesting, just the one one thing that really stuck out to me about what, that story you just told is that, you know, you are willing to take a child into your own home if necessary to save that child's life. Um, and that, that you would be willing to give that the kind of love, the parental love. Um, to another in that way. That's another thing that we're accused of often is, well, yeah, well, none of you are going to adopt the baby. Well, that's so wrong. Of course, there's so many people I know that are in this kind of ministry that would gladly take a child in to their own home. So, you know, thank you for offering that. That's really just a, a blessing as well. So. Uh, well, it's, it, you know, the, the plain and simple fact is it's mm-hmm. what God deserves. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just what he deserves, really. Uh, um, of course, the mom and the child certainly des- deserves life, but, but I think it's one way that we can thank the Lord for our own life is by, 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 ha- by, by you know, um, being a witness in, mm-hmm. in these types of ways. And so, um, yeah. Well, well there are just so many people that are, are willing, and not only willing, but are eager to adopt a child. Um, so that's, that's just another point that, that would be, it would be great if, if we could get the mainstream media to talk about how many people are willing to adopt a child and, and wanting to. That maybe yeah. they, they have so much love to give and they can't have a child of their own. You know, there's so many people like that. Um, yeah. So that's that's yeah. just one of those things that would be nice if we could get the truth out there. We can do it in our in the ways we can, I suppose. So so thanks for that. Um, so it's just yeah. about time for a break. I'd like to when you come back, we'll talk a little bit about um, what we're doing to celebrate this pro-life victory. Um, so hang with us through the break. have a gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective. And the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. 
We have lived with a pandemic for many months, and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands, and watching your distance. Thank you, and God bless you all. Welcome back to the Fully Alive radio program, which is the radio show of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. You're listening to Dawn and Ray, who are, we both work in the Respect Life Ministries area of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity. And on the phone with us is Joe Lazar, who has been a leader in um, the effort to pray and give witness to the sanctity of life outside of an abortion clinic on Milwaukee Avenue, um, Family Planning Associates, that recently closed. Um, Joe was just telling us a few stories about what it was like to be out there and uh, some of the people he's interacted with. Um, and, and it seems to me, Joe, that you've had a whole lot of people join you. Is that true to, in these prayer efforts? We have. Yeah, we've, we've had uh, days during the 40 Days for Life vigils. Now, those are just during two periods of the year, for those that aren't familiar, fall and spring. Mm-hmm. But then throughout the year, it's a quiet clandestine, uh, what I call the Navy SEAL operation, where the sidewalk <laughs> counselors sure. um, are out, you know, um, trying to talk to the moms. But but on, but during the vigils, uh, yes, those are days we try to build up. We want the numbers up because we also, the other side of it is letting the community know that these, these profit-driven places of death are there because a lot of people don't. And so right. we've had 50 to 70 people out, um, you know, over the past year and a half at a given day out um, proclaiming life on the sidewalk, praying, you know. Sure. Um, and we've had pastors. Uh, there are about, I would say, a handful or more of pastors mm-hmm. in Chicago who have, in the shadows, quietly tried to support our mission in various ways mm-hmm. by inviting me to speak to their congregations, to host sign-ups after Mass, and some who have led rosaries out on the sidewalk boldly and bravely. And and uh, that, that's an important point. You know, I think uh, if you're listening to this and your pastor uh, maybe doesn't talk much about life, or maybe they do, but, you know, I would encourage you to invite them to uh, not only start speaking about it, but maybe come out to mm-hmm. a local vigil like ours. I mean, I would invite, I'd invite Cardinal Supich himself to join us out on the sidewalk. What effect, what, think of the uh, powerful witness that that would be of having yeah. a bishop, a pastor, or a cardinal out on a sidewalk, sidewalk counseling. I, I, well, I suspect you know, we, that we, is we have had them in the, in the past. We've, uh, Bishop Rojas was very active with us yeah. doing this. And, of course, you know, Bishop Bartosik is going to be leading a celebratory mass this weekend um, all about this topic. Um, so, so they do. And we've also have, you know, we have a priest advisory board for our office who is very active in this regard. And whenever we have a day, we usually take a day during the 40 Days for Life campaign for the office um, and they come out with us too, so it's it's nice to know that we do have we have a number of of faithful out there certainly. Um, yeah, I also want to take this moment as well to to honor you, Joe, and all those people that that go out there and and just witness mm-hmm. and just pray. 
Because as you mentioned, man, it just takes that prayer and that witness of just being there to start that conversation. You said from that one comment, it, it became like a two-hour conversation with someone mm -hmm. that's, you know, it's transforming someone's heart. So we continue to pray and, again, honor those uh, that that are that are out there. And as you mentioned, Joe, it's not too late yet. Sign up. There's uh, still a lot of opportunities to join the 40 Days for, for Life campaign. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ray, you're, you're right. And, and Don, and, 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 but, and to your point, Don, you're right. A lot of, a lot of uh, clergy have joined us out on the sidewalk. I, mm -hmm. I will say, though, um, you asked about those days where people were out. And I, I have to say, the days where we had the greatest turnouts mm -hmm. were the days when a pastor showed up. Yes. And it, it, the leader really does set the tone. That's why I, I you know, wanted to really, uh, I, I wouldn't, I, I would be uh, not very quiet about those invitations, if you're listening to this, to your, your, your uh, again, your, you know, your pastor or your priest or whoever it may be, to come out. Not Amen, just yeah. talk about it, but actually show up, just like Jesus did. He showed up, and uh, he, he did things um, himself. Yep. And uh, so it does a lot. It says a lot. The leader sets the tone. Amen. Well, you know, we were there one day, I think it was last fall, during the 40 Days campaign, and we had a, a priest with us from our priest advisory board, and um, a, a couple of homeless men in a car drove up. Were you there, Ray, when this That's happened? That's right, yeah. They drove up, and um, and they started talking to us, and they were they were so moved by what we were doing, and these guys were living in this car, um, and they asked the priest with us, if he would pray with them for deliverance from addiction, mm -hmm. which I thought was, you know, that was really something. And, and I think that maybe part of our mission that day was to help those two guys out, you know, too, that we were able to witness, you know, what, what we stand for and that they actually asked for that kind of prayer, right. which was, you know, kind of cool. As you said, Joe, just to be so, out there is a, is a great mm -hmm. uh, victory already to be at witness. And you have that, yeah. you have that uh, computer store across the street that's been so supportive of you, of your efforts. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, Don. I actually uh, kind of forgot about it for a moment. That's, uh, so, um, yeah, what, what the story behind that is that actually the first day we started that vigil, the owner of a computer shop across the street came out and asked mm. if he could have one of our pray-to-end-abortion signs. It's a big, prominent sign. It's not something that's going to get overlooked by any means. And he took the sign and placed it in his front window mm -hmm. and has had it there every day since, taking immense risks upon himself. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to smash that window in the middle mm -hmm. of the night if you don't like mm -hmm. that sign. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and yet he took that upon himself, and what a witness it was. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, well, it, you know, I think that sometimes these this uh, type of effort brings out the best in people and they realize maybe there's more they could be doing. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think this is one of those, one of those types of prayer types of ministries that people do have to get out of their comfort zone a little bit to get involved with. Um, you know, it, it, it takes a little effort. You, you're standing on a sidewalk. You are, you know, talking to people who may not agree with you. Um, but it, it's not a terrible thing if you're there with a few other people, right? <laughs> and, and obviously, it's something you love doing, Joe, because you're doing this, all, you know, several days a week on, on occasion. So, yes. you know. Yes. So it's just so important. Yes. And, I, and I always feel like, you know, God calls us to try to do things that are uncomfortable sometimes. Um, and there's growth in that, you yes. know, when you, get, uh, when you get to those places where you feel uncomfortable, especially during this uh, journey in, in our Lenten uh, season right now. Mm -hmm. This is a great invitation for, for uh, a lot of our listeners out there to get uncomfortable, to, to do something and be a witness to your faith, especially standing up for, for the unborn 
life out there that's uh you know that th they need a voice yeah so god bless you joe and all those who are uh who, who are really thinking of of signing up yeah there, there's great opportunities out there for the 40 days so knowing that 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 abortion clinic is closed now um what's your plans for the future in with this effort in your ministry joe yeah thanks don um you know the plan is uh to um build up the sidewalk council team mm -hmm. to bring the Navy SEAL operation right. to a new uh, abortion center. We haven't picked the site yet, but we're, we're looking at a couple of things, and, and we are going to pick that. In fact, um, we, we're going to pick it this Sunday, which uh, as you, you, I'm sure you're planning to talk about a little, Dawn, mm -hmm. but that marks the uh, celebration mass for yes. the disclosure. And we're going to announce it on Sunday, and um, we're going to go with that, whatever we can, the best location we can come up with. There's Sadly, I hate to say it, but there's a lot of choices. Right. And, um, yeah. And uh, again, you know, for those listening, I encourage you to get, you know, stay tuned and find w wherever we're going to be. Come assemble with us. And uh, if you can't, if sidewalk counseling is a little intimidating, that's okay. Uh, I, coming out and praying uh, is excellent. And if you can't do that for any reason, then please pray at home or maybe maybe skip a, a meal. Maybe skip a, a dinner and, and fast and pray for us if you can, especially up to Good Friday. Mm -hmm. If you can do that, I I. I absolutely consider that, um, you know, a uh, that's uh, ammunition out on sure. the battlefield. We can use that fasting and praying to do a lot. For sure. So we all, we don't have a whole lot of time le left. So let's talk a minute about the celebration this Sunday. Um, there will be a mass uh, celebrated by Bishop Mark, Mark Bartosik at Our Lady of Victory Catholic Church, which is at 5212 West, is it Augatite Avenue in Chicago? Yeah. Chicago. Um, that's in the Jefferson Park kind of area there. Um, it's the closest church to where that abortion site is. And they were very supportive all through your efforts of, of prayer and fasting there. Um, they've, they've been a, a great place to hold signs for us and to encourage um, people to go over and pray with, with the 40 Days campaign and, and with all of the, the prayer campaigns you were running through through the last few years over there. So... Um, we look, we look forward to people joining us at 1030 this Sunday, March 7th, um, and, but you do need to sign up. And how do they sign up to come to Mass? Uh, right. Uh, actually, I'm looking at, uh, if they go to OurLadyOfVictory.info mm -hmm. website, that's mm -hmm. the website, there's, let's see, uh, right now, 51 available slots for the 1030 a.m. Okay. Mass on March 7th. And if you're listening to this, can you help us fill every one of those slots? I'd, I'd love to see every one of those 140 people there helping us celebrate the Mass mm -hmm. and also this victory. And, and certainly, if you aren't able to come out to the Mass, you can also go to OurLadyOfVictory.info, and it will be live-streamed. Um, and soon after, we'll be also posting that on the Archdiocese Facebook page and probably on our webpage, too, at RespectLifeChicago.org. So, um, so lots of opportunities even if you watch the Mass after, after it's been celebrated, you can still pray with us. You know, God, God is timeless, right? So we would, um, we would appreciate that, and certainly we can all join together to thank him for this, this victory that's his. Victory. It's yes. a victory of his that, you know, he, he certainly intervened to um, get that place to close down. And hopefully we, it's just a sign of more closures in the future, yeah. you know. Um, and for those of you who are interested, you can how, how can they reach you, Joe, if people want to sign up to work with you or to learn more about sidewalk counseling? Yeah, thanks, Dawn. Mm -hmm. uh, they can go to our website, vision2020, 
2020-2020, so vision2020il, like Illinois.org. Mm-hmm. They'll find uh, information there on the Sidewalk Council team, vigil efforts, and we also have a Facebook page, which is uh, Vision 2020 Cook County, uh, the Action Network, and we're also now on Rumble posting our videos there of unique and special things that happen uh, out on the uh, vigil front. So I encourage you to look for Vision 2020 IL on Rumble as well. Okay, great. And also there's, um, although we're not running a 40 Days campaign at that site since it's closed, there's other 40 Days for Life going on in the Chicago area. Um, There's one up in Waukegan near the Planned Parenthood there. There's one down in Flossmoor near the Planned Parenthood there. And there's others in um, certainly the surrounding suburban areas as well and out in Aurora. Um, so if, if anyone is interested in joining a 40 Days campaign right now, you can simply go to 40daysforlife.org and, the, and find, um, find the one closest to you or the one that you'd like to attend. Yes. Okay. Well, listen, Joe, it has been just great to have you with us. Um, we're looking forward to seeing you on Sunday at the Mass at Our Lady of Victory at 1030 a.m., And we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Bob Gilligan, who's our executive director of the Catholic Conference, with a legislative update. I was covered in sin and shame. 